welcome back to Completely Useless Talking, the fourth worst podcast on this entire wave audio format. I am your host. I am the one who started stalking completely uselessly very early at a young age. Still do it to the day. Did you say stalking? I <laughs> I probably I tripped over my words horribly. Horribly. Dylan. Oh, God. No, I don't stalk. That's creepy as shit. That's fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> but no. I'm joined today by... Dylan. It's me. Uncle Mario, you've returned after all these years. It's me. How could you? Wait a minute. You're not Uncle Mario. You're Jared Leto disguised it's as Uncle me. Mario. It's me, a Jared Leto from House of Gucci. <laughs> How do I keep getting people on the show? I just walk a in. I don't like this. I don't want you here. You're an asshole. It is too late. I am already recording. No! Adelin, I, I have a question. Oh, no. I, I have a question for you. Oh, yes, Uncle Mario. Do you have an Italian audience? I do not have an Italian audience. Well, now you never will. Oh, shit! <laughs> You're welcome. Ah, you've, you voted me, you son of a bitch. Uh, I got... I, this what I, I see why it is. You're terrified of cut. You're terrified of cut. I am here to do accents that alienate audiences. I mean, you you gotta do them here. I, um, you can't do them on BPP. Well, you can. I can. Um, but it's easier to do them here where we're just bullshitting for a little while. You know, it's all well and good. It is, yes. No one will ever, you know, find us, know where we I, are. I have already alienated the French. I've just done the Italians. Next, next up, up are the Germans. Yeah, the Germans or the Russians are next. I got to work no, on my just German. Keep going east. I got to work on my German accent. Okay, then go Russian first. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I can do a really good Russian accent, but my German one's not as good yet. I need to work on that one. You know, that's your problem. It is my problem because, like, I want to imitate um, King Schultz from Django Unchained because I think he's, just, like, he's, you know, he's fucking awesome. This is my horse <laughs> and the horse Hel- bass. Hello, gentlemen. I am Dr. King Schultz. Schultz. Um, I am here a f- to procure you of your slaves. Is there, is there a fine gentleman amongst your ranks by the name of Django? Have ever you worked on the blah, blah, blah plantation? Exactly. Oh, God. Christoph Waltz is so good. I love him. I like that movie, like, so that's my favorite Tarantino movie, like, unabad- unabashedly. It's, like, um, fourth or fifth for me. And I, I just like it for the style and all that, because it's, I still love, I count six bullets. I count two guns. Count two <laughs> guns. <laughs> just the writing and the story behind all of it is mm. just fantastic. It, like, it, it's, it's great. So, and Jamie Foxx is so good. Jamie Foxx. Okay. Speaking of Jamie Foxx now, we're just going to tie this in. Oh, no. How is he not a walking blue test tube in the new Spider-Man? And how did his hair get so good? How did his hair get so... How did he grow facial hair? How did... How did... How did... Um, he had a comb over. Happen? Where did his fucking fade come from? <laughs> I Right? He looks like stupid sexy. He has like... Well, one, Jamie Foxx is stupid sexy. Yeah, he um, went from looking like Jamie Foxx and some really ugly prosthetics to looking like normal hot Jamie Foxx. <laughs> right? And I'm like, huh, this is weird. Why? And also, he looks like a video game character. He doesn't look like a real They're person. They're all going to look like video game characters. This movie would have been a hundred times better if they just went the Spider-Verse round and animated it. Yeah, or if they 
didn't like make it. Well, not necessarily didn't make it. Like, I would be fine if they made a Tom Holland third Spider-Man movie. But if they weren't doing the same bullshit that they're doing with Ghostbusters, with like not trying anything new and simply just cashing in on your nostalgia, like that's the problem. Like you're all they're doing is cashing in on people's nostalgia. Yeah. Welcome to the movie world right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Like, it's fucking dumb. It is. It is incredibly dumb and I hate it. Uh. Um uh, don't remind me about the movie world. Um there was something about Oh, I so I'm job hunting all the time, right? Yeah. And so they'll look at my shit. Have you seen do you have Reddit? Uh yes, I, I do have Reddit. Do you follow anti work? I see their posts every now and again, but I'm not like subscribed to that um, subreddit. I, I'm for it. And it's actually just a really good subreddit. It's not like the idea of fuck it's not they're not saying fuck work, they're saying treat us. Better. Yeah, exactly. They're it's workers' rights. It's workers' rights. That's yeah. essentially what that is. And, com- and, and that doesn't flow really well uh, in terms of an R dash. So they went anti work. Exactly, yeah. And it's in like R slash shitty boss doesn't work that well either. Right. Um, so the reason I bring this up is because every now and then I'll see these posts of um, we see you have a degree in the, would you rather be a server? Is basically what I get. Mm-hmm. And like basically, I got one from an old enemy, Ross. Uh oh. I got one from an old enemy. What old enemy, Dylan? Our old enemy. Our shared old enemy. Our shared old enemy is Jared returning. Leto offered you a job? No, the other one. Oh, Flix Brewhouse. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, they're apparently coming back. Yeah, they're reopening. <laughs> I thought it would have died. I thought we won in the end. Nope, they're coming back. <sighs> Why? Um, because Why? there's no other place on the north side of Indianapolis to really go eat dinner and watch a movie at the same like there's no place on the north side of Indianapolis where you can go watch a movie get really sweaty in those huge leather seats and listen to a five year old throw a fucking fork across a theater at the same time all for overpriced <laughs> mediocre food <laughs> it's not even mediocre it's just bad um, yeah, I still love those moments when we worked there and it was like a scary movie you're like just go just go someone drops a fork ah! yeah it's like the idea of a movie theater with a full service restaurant where you get your food in the movie sounds enticing but in practice i think it's so fucking stupid because you constantly have people shuffling in and out bringing you food bringing you drinks and i can't think of anything that would kill the tension in a movie more than hearing clang, 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 clang as people are moving their plates and like moving their forks and their knives across their plates. Mm-hmm. Like that, it, 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 it's unappetizing. It works for the most part of just people just, um, um, just being like, you know, like giving something to do instead of walking back out. Like, mm-hmm. I understand that just form of laziness, not laziness, but just. Not necessity. What's the word I'm looking for, Ross? Help me out here. Um, Convenience. Thank you. Um, and I get where they're coming from. It's just at some point, I still wanted to put the shark fins on our backs as we were supposed to bend over and oh, um, and, not. and like go past. I, st- I was still a proponent for that. You remember when the restaurant first opened up and like a month after we first opened, um, the Pixar movie Inside Out came out? 
Yeah. And I remember the the kitchen. They they were fucking idiots when they were scheduling that because it was like the Saturday and they decided to schedule like three theaters at the same time to do Inside Out. Oh, and God. one of them was the big 300 seater. Oh, um, no, not four. And they, exactly. And yeah, they fucking um, threw all the servers out into all the theaters at the same time. So the kitchen gets flooded. Oh. And I remember one time, like the kitchen got flooded, so the people, the food was going out so slow. Yeah. Like, and it was like there was like twenty minutes left in the movie, and I was still dropping food off. And oh god! I dropped one dude's food off, and like I took one step away from him after I dropped his food off, and he said loud enough for the whole theater to hear, "Well, what fucking good is this food gonna do me now?" And I'm like, I just, I was like, dude, I didn't, I didn't fucking cook it. I'm I am just the messenger. <laughs> Don't shoot. I am Don't the messenger. Shoot. It's not my fault. You're fucking. It's not my fault. Management here fucking sucks and scheduled all these movies at the same time and got the kitchen backed up. What happened? Um, there was one time where I was just doing dish, like just browned up and all that, like pickup. Mm-hmm. And one dude was like doing this. I have like an entire tray full of crap on both arms, and I looked. I'm like, where? Where yeah. do you want me to put this? <laughs> Um, were you there the day the guy had a migraine? The guy had a migraine? There was one day where, um, I, it was like the middle of the afternoon on a Saturday. It wasn't that busy. And I was walking down and this dude comes walking out of a theater, like wincing and holding his head. Mm-hmm. And he flags me down and he's like, do you guys have any Tylenol? I have a migraine. Uh-huh. And I, it, like, I, I didn't know at the time we could give him some, so I was like, I don't think so. But let me go check with our man, my manager. Let me just go check with management, see what they can do. So I ran yeah. it by the manager, like, no, you can't fucking do that. So I went back and told him, like, dude, we can't give you any Tylenol. We can't give you mm-hmm. like drugs. <laughs> like, we can't give you anything for like a, a bad headache. Yeah, a we really can't. Bad headache. Yeah, we can't give you anything for that. And he's like, oh, God, it's ruining my movie experience, man. I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry, dude. I don't know what to tell you. I and feel he, like if someone said, it's ruining my movie experience, you just hear the manager go, bah, 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 and mm-hmm. like bolt out and go, I'm so sorry. How yeah, can we help but, you? But he just, it, I walked away and I walked past a couple more times and he's still, he just was standing outside just, of the theater holding his hand. He's just holding his head. I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. And I, one time I stopped like, dude, you okay? And he's like, yeah, my head's been hurting all day, but I really wanted to see this movie. And I'm like, did you have tickets before you came in? He's like, no, I bought them before. And he's like, was your head still hurting then? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, idiot does what? (laughs) If you have a migraine, don't go go into dark room with flashy lights. Don't go to a fucking movie theater. You idiots. (laughs) Right. You can live without a day. Like working in food service really taught me how fucking stupid people are. Yeah. And remember you the run old, into more stupid people per capita than there are in the fucking world. Remember the people that asked us to turn the volume down on Mad Max? No, I don't remember that. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was it, it was not it was like Mad Max was at the end of its theatrical run. It was like two months later. It was playing in like the only, like the itty bitty little theaters in the back of the movie theater. Well, that's the only one. Like, legitimately, I think we only played like Mad Max at Avengers for months. Yeah, because they were so fucking popular. For a month. Um, but um, I remember like uh, these. They look. I don't know. They're like fifties, sixties. I don't know. 
they came out of the theater like 20 minutes into the movie and they flagged somebody down and they're like, you need to turn the volume down on this movie. It is too loud. And we had to and get And we them. just looked at each other like, eh. And it's like, and we can't control that. Like, We're not the gods. It's like we... Pray the, to them. Pray to them. Pray the, to the movie theater gods. Pray the to the popcorn and the candy bar. The fucking projectionist had to come down and be like, we don't have control over the volume of this theater. That is preset by the studio when they send us the movie. We can't do anything say, about do that. They, they're going to go into the premiere file and just be like, okay, we'll lower this. And yeah, just like take everything and lower yeah, it by like five. We, we're going to open up. We are going to st- illegally, like, we're going to illegally operate on this disk drive <laughs> so we can turn the volume down on a movie because couple of fucking boomers complained <laughs> i always love that just like how everything works out it's like you person who works here the man who does like those ikea tiktoks if you've seen them oh, where he's yeah, like, you've those. just lost those, the, like, those that man just encompasses the entire idea sir, of like how to work in retail or food yeah. service mm-hmm. it is the perfect idea yeah and I'm it works call, out too well i'm gonna call corporate call Go. them <laughs> Call him. I'm a seasonal employee. I will walk out. I will just walk out of this building right now. They don't even know who the fuck I am. <laughs> right? I always love those vague, veiled threats they always do, where it's just like, how dare you? And I'm like, how dare I what? Mm-hmm. I remember, um, we're getting off the topic of food service. Fuck that. I live it. I don't need to talk about it no more. I just want to bring up that we need to, you know, sabotage flicks. <laughs> You know, you know. God, see, I live on the complete opposite side of Indianapolis now. From then you're it, fine. So it is the complete opposite. It is like the furthest thing in my mind. Like, um, I've got so many theaters closer to me that are so much better. Like the Regal down here. I fucking love the Regal down by me. You should see it. It's fantastic. Bring Marjorie. Bring the Goyles. Everything they, will be fine. They renovated. They got all the nice seats. They got the reserved seating. It's oh, they were reclining so nice. now. They oh, got the recliners. My grandson has told me they recline now for our bad backs. For the backs? Yeah. Oh, it is actually really good for your fucking back to be able to recline in those things now. It's so nice. It is nice. They're all really nice. They um, serve Sam Adams at the bar. It's nice, dude. It's real nice. It's I, like I, I don't think Sam Adams was ever the idea of Pinnacle Bougie. It's not, but it's good. You know, Sam Adams, out of like all the like widely available beers, Sam the Adams. Domestics. Is, yeah, out of all the widely available domestics, Sam Adams is like straddling the line between domestic and craft. You know what I mean? Like it's the nicest of the domestics. Kind of, I haven't had a Sam Adams in years. Mm-hmm. Like the way I view it is like it's the best of the domestics, mm-hmm. but if you compare it against craft beers, it's not as good. No. Um, so, I we need to talk about our evil plan. What evil plan? Well, you see, our boy Caleb. Yeah. He rest, have you seen our weed? Um, please spread seen... the word. Have you seen our weed? We need our Caleb weed. We, we um, must specify weed as his last name. We are not asking about drugs. I mean, we can ask for both. There's no problem there. Um, they don't know where we record this. Um, <laughs> um this uh dylan i literally just said five minutes ago i live yeah on the that, you you said where you live you i don't know where i live i could live anywhere i could live in a legal state i remember you don't know that i remember um the first like month of bench picture every single episode you would say you were in a different location yes 
Yeah, I remember you were in Brazil one week. You were in, I think, Sacramento one time. Something like that. Yeah, and then you were in Europe. I just bounced all over. Yeah, you bounced all over the place. And then Roger found me, that bastard. Yeah, Roger found you and dragged your ass back to the States. That son of a bitch. I'm telling, dude, I don't know what Roger is planning for BPP, but it's nefarious. You know, we have our ways. We'll find out. Probably too late. It'll be too late once we find out what his evil plan is. It'll, It'll be, be too like late to stop Watchmen, him. Ozymandias. We'll be like, we're here to stop you. Stop me. I pressed the button five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, go ahead and try. Yeah. Best of luck. Um, so, no. We need to find a way to get Dragonfly to our boy. We do need to find a way to get Dragonfly down to our boy. Because it's we can't legally ship it. Nope. Nor would it be safe. Because nope. if we put Fragile on it, they're just going to go, yeet! Mm-hmm. Do you know anybody? So, do you know anybody that's going down to Georgia soon? I mean, we could, but that requires time and planning. And it is also the holiday. Dylan, you're also forgetting that it is a the holiday season. B, I have a wife and a child. <laughs> you, convincing cutouts. Convincing cutouts work for every situation. That's a business idea. Convincing. That I've been meaning to talk to you about. Convincing cutouts. Dylan, we give them like twenty re- responses that they react to noise. Okay, like these aren't cutouts at this point. These are these are animatronics at this. No, point. no, 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 no. They don't. They don't move. They just respond. It's a very convincing cutout. Three okay, D. Okay, so it's but made like, out of cardboard. Okay, so it's like paper mache us. Essentially, yes. So you're talking about fancy paper mache. Yes. Um, listen, I'm not a Shark Tank guy, but I don't know how well that would be received on the show. Listen, we can make it work. Everything will be fine. All right. Here's um, how we make it work. We just, we walk in as the paper mache. And then it's like, ah, yes, this was us the entire time. You were fooled. I will send Mark Cuban a text and see what he thinks. (laughs) Mark Cuban has so much fuck you money, it's not even funny. Listen, Mark Cuban... And billionaires of his ilk can all go fuck themselves. <laughs> You're not wrong. The fuck you money. You can go fuck yourself with the fuck you money. Uh, have you watched um, uh, Hawkeye yet? I've watched the first episode. I've seen all two. So both, Dylan. The word you're looking for is both. No, it's all two. <laughs> all two? Okay. All two. All two. All two. They um, only made two. Well, there's more coming. No, they only made two. Um. So, Dylan, tell me your thoughts on Hawkeye. It's still early to tell. I give things three episodes to at least get a plot going. My, like if they're 40 minutes plus. My official thought is the pilot was good. Yeah, it's good. I like how they made him deaf, finally. Yeah, they finally gave him the hearing aid. That's nice. It's about time. Well, no. Hawkeye's a deaf character. Yes. Like, in the comics. Yes, I know. But they don't, like... Like, but they made him deaf. And (laughs) I'm like... My roommate was asking me, like, yeah, how did he get deaf? I'm like, he got a laser. The ship just appeared out of God's green earth and shot at him. Uh, Having hearing aid is probably the least damaging thing to him listen if we're being totally honest the regular human avengers that were in the building when that happened so hawkeye war machine ant-man tony and well tony's fucking dead who cares um (laughs) (laughs) all three of them captain america fuck him he's old (laughs) he's he's an old man he's fucking dead by now who gives a shit (laughs) um 
like those three, those three, like extreme PTSD, horrible hearing problems. They've got to have arthritis. Like I feel the, like they already have arthritis. The aftermath. Well, what? This, well, fucking Rody has broken spine. Rody can't walk without his special like paralysis belt. <laughs> um, like the aftermath of fighting Thanos's army. I feel like hearing loss and t- tinnitus and hearing loss are the <laughs> least of Hawkeye's problems. Right. I say this as someone with tinnitus who hates tinnitus. <laughs> if I fought a battle with fucking Thanos, where and I walked away with deaf being deaf, with, with, I feel if, like I walked away okay. Like if I was fighting Thanos and I was the guy holding the Infinity Gauntlet for half the battle. <laughs> I think I'd be okay. I would be okay with hearing loss. I would take <laughs> hearing loss. Right. Um, it's just like, I can see where they're going. They're trying to like make a good Hawkeye show, mm-hmm. which they didn't do a good Loki. Not Loki. Um, I don't know. Their which shows would, are very hit or miss all the time. I, I liked WandaVision. Loki was good for the most part. And then it, I have not watched. Um, I haven't watched the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier yet. It's nothing to write home about. I've I've heard. I I know how it ends. I'm excited to see Sam Wilson as Captain America. But other than that, like I know the endings. I don't really give a shit about. I the won't lie. Process. When I saw his costume the first time, I let out a very audible laugh. It is goofy, but I also and really. I, I know it came from the comics, and my exa- aunt reminded yeah. me of that. My aunt and, was just like, "Oh, but it came from the comics." Like, yeah, it could come from the comics, but it has to translate well. He looks dumb. See, here's my thing. I think Marvel either needs to really, really dive into the goofy shit um, or completely ignore the goofy shit. Like, redesign his costume to make it look you know, like a real co- like a real human costume and not a comic book costume. Or just go full balls to the wall, dive into the goofy, campy comic book shit. And give him an actual bird. Give him a bird. Give him an actual bird. Start the hashtag. Give him the bird. Give him the bird. Give, give him, him the bird. The bird. Give, <laughs> give him, him the bird. The bird. <laughs> also, Dylan, speaking while we're on the topic of Marvel, I need to talk Yo. to you about a very specific movement I'm getting started. Okay. So you know how Spider-Man's coming out soon, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so in the posters. Yes. There is the little itty bitty goblin. Yeah. I am starting a movement. Make Goblin Little. <laughs> Make Goblin Whittle. Make him Whittle, like in the posters. You know the poster where his, his little itty bitty goblin's next to Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange is looking out dramatically? He's not yeah. looking at anything else. He's looking at an actual sized <laughs> little goblin. I've and, heard a theory that it's like Flash Thompson. Like that universe is Flash Thompson. It's Willem fucking Defoe. Apparently is, not, apparently. Well, your theory's wrong. It, they've confirmed no, it's Willem. No, it's a theory from the internet. It's not my theory. Well, the internet's fucking wrong. It's Willem the Dafoe. The wrong off. 95% of the time. And also, Dylan. Ma'am. In all of the trailers so far, you know what we haven't seen? Um, Fill in? We have not seen the Green Goblin standing next to another person. So I think the big twist is not Toby. 
The big twist is not Toby, it is not Andrew. It is that somehow in the dimensional portal, the Green Goblin is Whittle. God, the Whittle. He He's Whittle. He's Whittle. <laughs> oh, that movie's going to be a it's gonna train be a, wreck. It's going to be a train wreck. I, I, it's going to be a horrible train wreck. Listen, if, and we can't look away. If there's one thing the Spider-Man series has taught us, it's that they get better with more villains, right? <laughs> That's, that always makes them better, right? Of just, course. When they run out of story ideas, they're just like, fuck it. Throw in this guy. Throw in this guy. Throw in this guy. Everybody will just go along for the ride. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't work well for plot and narrative and anything like that? What do you mean throwing in a CGI Paul Giamatti as the rhinoceros didn't work? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <sighs> um, what the, we're running out of material. Quickly. Summon Paul. Summon get, Giamatti. Get, summon Giamatti on, get Giamatti on the phone now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really good strategy, though. If a movie's ever running out of ideas, just call Paul get Giamatti. Giamatti. <laughs> the Giamatti he, button. Giamatti button. It's like that that was easy. Giamatti. It's just him screaming or something. It's it's just have you if you you know the movie where he's in I don't know the can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but he is in it's like wine is a big thing in the movie. No. Okay, there's a scene in the movie where he's just raging about the wine. He's, he's doing a Paul Giamatti. Yeah, and there's he has one specific line where the guy is like, "Just order a Merlot and call it a night." And Paul Giamatti <laughs> just looks at him dead in the eye and just screams at the top of my at the top of his lungs, "I'm not ordering any fucking Merlot." <laughs> And I think that we need to have a Giamatti button that just plays that line at all times. We just push that button at any point during a movie. I want that, that line. On, on, on my bar where it's just like, no, you can't have a Budweiser. I'm no, not, you can't have a Bud Light. I'm not drinking any fucking Merlot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not drinking any fucking Bud Light. Yes, we need a Giamatti button. I'm going to get on that. Oh, it's going to be grand. It's going it to be is. great. I, Wait, we can make that our business. The Giamatti button? We'll be sued immediately, but we can make the <laughs> we, Giamatti button. We will be sued, but we will have our five minutes of fame for sure. <laughs> and then the cease and desists. The cease and desists. We have, okay, so the, there is a very specific process we need to follow with that, Dylan. It is invent product, market product, get product to go viral before or the cease and desist comes in. And then we flee. We flee. <laughs> And the, once the C, once the C and D comes in, we go. We comply. We comply completely. Yeah, yeah. But the key go, okay, is going okay. viral first. <laughs> yeah, of course. Go viral before the cease and desist comes in, and we're good. Yeah, right. If we do that, I think we're golden. We can make our millions, and we can run away. Oh, absolutely. Oh my God, we could sell it to all the wineries, all the people. I'm not I'm not fucking, fucking Merlot. Fucking Merlot. <laughs> What if we, we, we're going to turn this into the next big grift, Dylan? Oh, no. NFTs, then the Giamatti button. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, NFTs, and then the... <laughs> we're on to something. We are on. This is a gold mine, Dylan. This is <laughs> a gold, gold mine. <laughs> there's one thing i've learned over the years it is that if you come up with a grift you're guaranteed at least some money from the grift some money <laughs> oh my god we 
We okay, patent it. Sell it to the military. The patent it and sell the Giamatti button to the military. <laughs> See if we give it to the government, we're safe. We are safe. No season desist. We just have to think of a reason why the United States military would need a little red button that just <laughs> yells, "I don't want any fucking Merlot." Well, you <laughs> you know how like in like spy games you have like like the whistle or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You throw that out there. It's an area effect thing. What's the answer? I don't want any fucking Merlot. And then they go, huh? And then you kill them. They could use it as torture. They could use it as a torture device <laughs> because this this government absolutely tortures people. Well, no, 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 no. Here's what here's what we use torture as. One, we put Dragon Ball Evolution on. I don't. I, Dylan, I've never watched Dragon Ball. I know, but it's fucking terrible. So name another movie that you absolutely hate and that is fucking terrible. Dylan, there's a lot. Why didn't you immediately have one? You put me on the spot, dude. Do it. No. Do it. No. Do it. No. Name one. No. Name two. I don't think I want to anymore. Why not? Because you told me to. Listen, I have most of the rights in the Giamatti button. <laughs> this no, is how it's I am the go. one who gave you the quote, Dylan. <laughs> and I'm the one who made the button. <laughs> I'm the one who gave the quote. Who now it comes to what came first, the chicken or the egg? The quote or the button? The quote or the button? I just you I, didn't, I, but you you gave me the quote, but you didn't make the quote. I did not make. Well, the, the, that's the whole thing about getting it go viral before the season desists come in, Dylan. <laughs> it's not our uh, quote. We're just trying to make money off of it. <laughs> oh God, D- Dylan! I will tell you one. You know one thing I do know though. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't want any fucking Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, random question. Yes. What will it take, like, in terms of money, positions of power, anything, to get you to go to a professional wrestling, professional wrestling show? I just buy me a ticket. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah, I'll go. I mean, as long as it fits in my schedule. Like, you know. Well, don't, don't tease me like that, you bastard. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's fucking Christmas season. We'll have to wait till after the holiday season ends. Well, yeah, no, the most, the next one that I'd take you to is in Chicago. Chicago? Chicago. Oh, can we go to Portillo's while we're there? Mm, why, we have one that did Fishers. Yeah, but yeah, if we go to Portillo's, we, if we're in Chicago, we gotta go to Portillo's, man. As long as it's not part of Mainstay Chicago, I'm okay with this. I see, I mean, they got Portillo's all over the place, man. We could also go to Gino's East, get a big old pizza. Oh, Gino's East has best pizza. I do like good, good pizza. I mean, like, look, Chicago pizza, I mean, the deep dish, it's not the best kind of pizza there is in the world, but, you know, deep dish when you're in Chicago, it's a good thing to get. Have you ever seen um, a, The Daily Show where Jon Stewart goes after This monstrosity is not a fucking, fucking pizza. pizza. It's a it's fucking a casserole. casserole. When I go to, when I fall asleep drunk... In my pizza, I don't want to drown. I don't want to drown. Like, I've gotten into actual arguments with people about this. <laughs> Chicago fucks, like, there are two kinds of Chicago pizza. There's pub-style Chicago pizza, and there's deep-dish Chicago-style pizza. Pub-style is the good shit. Yeah. Deep-dish is the tourist shit. It's still good, but it's not the good shit. It's a fucking casserole. It's a casserole. It's, it's huge. You fill up after eating two bites. It takes fucking two hours to fucking cook one. I don't know why I'm talking in ca- like a- In a cast iron tomb. It's in a tomb. You put it in a fucking bowl to cook it. You don't put it on a pan. I'm talking like I'm from fucking New York. I realize that. I'm fucking rolling with it. Chicago style pizza, the deep dish pizza is not a fucking pizza. I would rather eat 
Detroit-style pizza on an everyday basis than deep dish that, every day. That's a statement. That See, is a statement. Detroit pizza is, you know, it's got the, it's the square cut I know with it's the cheesy crispies yeah, yeah. on the, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. good. Um, um, the object, excuse me, the objective ranking is New York style, Chicago pub style, Detroit style, deep dish. Now I have a question. We're on the topic of pizza. Yes. Do you eat pizza with a fork and knife? 99% of the time, no. Good. There is that 1% of the time where, like, shit gets real. Like, if the cheese just slops off and it's kind of falling apart, then I'll break out the fork because I don't want to get my hands all saucy. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's just keeping it clean and doing all that. But I understand. I but no. fully believe that people that always eat their pizza with a knife and fork are psychopaths. It is an affront to God. You are not supposed to do that. You have hands for a fucking reason. Fucking use them. And on that note, that's cut. That's cut. <laughs> that's cut. I'm leaving it at that. I'm leaving it at that. That the psychotic episode and all that. I'm oh, leaving God. it at that. We, we've gone places today. We have. And it's me, fantastic. Do you want me to stop recording? No. Oh, what do you mean? No, I have to do the outro. Oh, you, you said you said you were leaving it at that, you motherfucker. I like, did. You're the best. I meant the mainstay conversations. Hey, motherfucker, you, you don't. You listen. Me. No, no. You listen to this outro right now. Okay. Thank you all for listening very much. Um, you did. Yes, thank you. It's a very much appreciated. Blink, blink, blink. Puppy dog eyes. Blink, blink, blink. Um, uh, Ross, plug something. Go. Dylan, it's a me. How no, could I you? did. I don't want this. I don't want this. Get him out of here. Get him. Security. Security. Uh, it is me, Italian Ross. Ross would like to plug uh, the wheel of a time on Amazon Prime. Oh, have you watched that? I've watched this. So there's four episodes out. I've watched the, all four. Um, first episode is a little shaky. You can tell they originally were going to do a two part pilot, but they had to condense it all into one. Um, ah, episodes so two, an three, Amazon show. Yeah, episodes two, three, and four, fucking great though. After after you get through the first episode, the first episode's still good. It just feels kind of rushed. The Rise of Skywalker ne- level? No, not that bad. Mm. Um, episodes two, three, and four, fucking great. Really great characters. Um, it's definitely deviating from the book and changing some things up. But what it's doing it has is to, you have to do that when you make a show like that. And, yeah, but like the, it's being big changes. But the changes are like the thing. It's still in the same spirit as the original novels. It mm-hmm. still has the same big moments. It's just changing things up and making them more dynamic for a TV show and making it really flow a lot better. Okay. So well, yeah, and I would like to plug um, Mike the Seventh. Um, the seventh oh, yeah, is the seven with is a dollar sign. Um, the S in seventh is a dollar sign. Go check out his new song, Adult Swim. It's really damn fucking good. Support local artists. Yeah. It's, it's like the Gabagool. It's good. The Gabagoy. The Gabagoy. The Gabagool. Thank you all very much for listening. Eh, goodbye. Uh, hashtag Tiny Goblin. <laughs>